this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. Hey friends, welcome back to Let's Chat with JBax. I am so happy you are here for the 12th time. This podcast entails mind, body, lifestyle, and literally whatever we want to talk about. This is our podcast, and this episode was requested, and thank you so much for letting me know that this is what you want to hear from me, so we can talk about this on our podcast. We're here to talk some heart, cry some tears, laugh a lot, and probably not this episode, but like, you know, we'll still laugh regardless. I'm funny. (laughs) This podcast will encompass fitness, mindset and all that life has to offer. Now, enough of this intro. Let's chat with J-Bax. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about my experience with anxiety. Everyone's anxiety looks different, and we are all our own person and have our own experiences that can make us uneasy can cause us stress, anxious thoughts, overwhelming feelings. I have been self-diagnosed with anxiety, and I do believe it is a lot that goes on within our minds. It takes work to pass it and honestly work with it. Everyone suffers from some type of anxiety, and others can be more severe than the person next to you. And anxiety can be caused by stress that is out of proportion to the impact of our events, our inability to set aside worry, to experience restlessness. I did not start noticing severe anxiety until college. And from the first episode of this podcast, I disclose that I drank a lot at Mizzou, my first year of college and all. And I didn't drink severely in high school, maybe 10 to 15 times total. And it was one night a week. College began and I started drinking six times a week. Severe blackouts, severe hangovers severe anxiety. I would go to bed around 3 to 4 a.m. some nights, and I'd wake up in a panic at 6 or 7 in the morning and then not be able 
to sleep all day. I'd be tossing and turning for hours, checking my phone, not wanting to read text messages because what the fuck did I say? What did I do last night? Why did I text those people? I had social anxiety that I made a fool of myself. And I would make up stories in my head of things that didn't even happen. And that would cause me to take the energy I had and make me tweak out. Things I've noticed about me when I'm anxious is I want to constantly talk and reassure with people that things are okay. Because if they say it's okay, then I'm fine. And then my anxiety can rest. I would get into the habit of asking if things were okay over and over and over again. And people would be like, Jess, what the fuck? Everything is fine. This happened a lot with my parents, with my ex-boyfriend. And reflecting back on it, how exhausting. My mom and I had a conversation a few months ago where I was suffering from some anxieties in my mind. And I literally was projecting onto her these thoughts. And I finally was like, is everything okay? Like, what's going on? And I kind of had a snapback like, yeah, what the fuck? Everything is fine. And that caused me anxiety of the reaction. And I had to just hang up the phone because I could not sit with that. And I had to reflect on what exactly I was feeling. They said everything was fine. And why would they lie? So what am I feeling inside me that is making me project? I had insecurities, like we all do. And I was projecting those insecurities, causing myself severe anxious thoughts and projecting them onto people that I care about, that care about me, and telling myself with these anxious thoughts that they hated me and I was crazy and it was a weird feeling to go through that. Another thing I've noticed with my anxiety is I fidget a lot. I'm a fidgeter. I'm a go-go-goer. And you all know how fucking energetic I am. I could scream literally all day. And I find myself wanting to constantly move, constantly go. What can I do? What can I say? Who can I talk to? And I've tried to call people sometimes and they just didn't answer. And not because they were ignoring me, but because people are busy in lives. And I freaked. I'm like, what am I going to do? Who am I going to talk to? How am I going to get through this on my own? I also noticed that I like to make up songs and sing them on loop when I'm nervous or anxious, especially. I'll just break out into song and be like, 
and then kind of walk away and then da 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 I noticed this the other day and I was like, why do I keep singing that on loop? Oh my God, I'm fucking anxious. Oh shit. All right, let's sit down. Why am I anxious? Let's get to the core of it. And it's important to face these things because you have to face what's going on inside you. We can't keep pushing them away or projecting onto others in that manner. And anxiety can be small things. It can be texting someone new for the first time and overthinking your response and then waiting for the response of your man or woman and being like, oh my God, they hated what I said. Should I say something again? What if they don't respond? That's literally me. Like last week or the week before, the past year. Like, yeah, I've, I felt that. And now I tell myself, like, fuck it. If they don't respond, that's chill. You cannot force something if you can't feel like yourself. And if you have to think that you have to impress someone, I don't know about you, but that causes my anxiety to raise. And I reassure myself that what I say is valid. The jokes I make are silly and corny. And if they don't get it, someone not responding to me is not going to ruin my day and cause my anxiety to go through the roof because I'm fucking awesome. Another thing about me is I love sending music and receiving music. Send me your good songs, anything but country or screamo. Big fan. And music honestly helps me so much because sitting in silence can have me sitting with my thoughts and overthinking where my anxiety starts building and my shoulders are to my ears full of anguish and feelings of self-doubt. So with music, I find it therapeutic. And sharing music to share with people that I dig, that I care about. And I put a lot of pressure on myself because I think these people are big music fans. I have to impress them. That I send some songs and literally sit in my anxious thoughts until they either respond or they don't. And maybe that means I'm not saying the right music to people, but definitely doesn't mean I have bad music taste. I have great music taste. <laughs> Most of my anxiety, though, comes from my self-doubt. And self-doubt is so scary. Fuck, I'm choking up. I can feel the tears. I haven't done this in a while. Oh, my God. Self-doubt is so scary and it's overwhelming and it happens to me every single day. I say this over and over again. Put yourself out there because you deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard because you do. Our experiences are happening to others in a very similar way. And showing those experiences that way is so important. And putting myself out there in that way, posting workouts, leading workouts, 
I find myself writing workouts and then going through the motions with everyone and thinking they hate this. They're not enjoying it. It's too hard. It's not hard enough. And I just get in my head. And as you know, I lead workouts every week. And I'm happy to say that I still have these thoughts somewhat lingering, but I faced this beginning of this year and it was hard. I had to tell myself, you are good enough. Brush off those anxious feelings of worry and self-doubt and restlessness. You can sleep at night. People are working out with you. They're having a great time. You got this. I also want to pause and say I looked at my phone and it is 11-11. So let's take this time to go into a great ad. This podcast is brought to you by Thrifting. How have we slept on thrifting for so fucking long? I don't know, but I'm looking at my yellow pants that I bought from Goodwill from the Halloween section. But they're bright yellow, like Ronald McDonald yellow. Is that a thing? Whatever. Bomb as shit. So I'm going to link some Goodwills. Go to Goodwill. Really take your time. Bring your headphones. Make it therapeutic. Wear your mask and pick through some cool ass clothes. Come home with like 10 items for like $30. All right, (laughs) back to the episode. With anxiety, it's all a mind game. And a few years ago, I actually said this. And someone came out and said to me that I was wrong and that people experience anxiety in so many different ways and it's more than just a mind game. And that kind of sat with me. And honestly, I kind of wrote a little bit of a script out to keep me guided on this podcast, but this was not on my notes. But once I read that, I felt as if I wasn't diagnosed medically by a doctor that I had anxiety, that I had no right or reason to talk about it. And I wanted to crawl under a rock because, well, apparently my anxiety isn't validated. And that kind of sucked. It didn't feel good because everyone experiences anxiety in their own ways diagnosed or not, whether it's a mindset change or you're on medication to help you out, we all have some sort of anxiety inside of us. And with anxiety, and to me meaning a mind game, my anxiety makes me feel like I'm not good enough or I've always done something wrong. My anxiety makes me project on the people, my insecurities. Anxiety is scary. However severe it is in anyone. And anxiety being a certain way for someone 
it could be a whole nother beast for someone else. I have changed my mindset over and over and over again. And changing your mindset doesn't mean you're done. It means you continue to change and changing your thoughts. I was telling the story the other day that when I was younger, I started noticing that I was developing some form of anxiety, of an anxiety disorder, such as OCD, as that can fall within anxiety. And it was flip on the light switch. Then I had to do it again. Touch the doorknob, but you have to touch it again. I had to do things in doubles. And I looked within my 12-year-old self when this all started, and I had to tell myself, if you continue to do this, you are going to have this severely when you grow up. So touch that doorknob and walk away. And holy shit was that uncomfortable. I hated it. I thought something bad was going to happen to me. I was scared. And it didn't happen right away. I touched the doorknob one time. I walked away and told myself, be brave. You do not need to touch that doorknob again. Sometimes I'd go back and try to act like I didn't touch it, but knowing that I did to comfort myself. And then finally, after telling myself every day, touch it once, walk away, touch it once, walk away, I was able to outgrow that. And to me, that's such an amazing thing you can do by changing your mindset within that type of anxious thoughts or anxious feelings or anxious actions you have. And when I feel anxious now, I let myself feel these things. There are a lot of things we push down or push away, but we have to face them, even when it's scary. I had to have a difficult conversation with people in my life, and I was anxious about it. I had to tell them how upset I was and how my feelings were validated regardless of how they thought. And I was anxious the whole time. But after I was able to get that off my chest, share tears, literally cry my hardest, regardless of the outcome, I was able to share those feelings and cry and feel calmness that I was able to release that and speak about it and write about it, that I was heard. Our anxious thoughts sometimes just need to be heard. They need to be felt to the extreme so you can get past it. There are a lot of things we push down or push away, but we have to face them. And I practice and I preach 
self-care. And I'll say it every single day. This has helped me throughout the most intense part of my life, which has been quarantine, which has been COVID. I have been anxious with relationships, with family members, with ex-relationships, with friends, new relationships, everything you can imagine, being in a house full of strangers, anxious about the future, trying to live in the present. I practice and preach self-care of walking, journaling, meditating, educating, breathing, because it helps to write it out, think it out, breathe out your anxieties. If you are feeling anxious thoughts and you need to be there with someone, match their breath. Have them come in with a calm breath. And if you are in a panic, if your anxious thoughts aren't going anywhere, match your breath to theirs. It can calm you down. It can bring you to center. It can allow you to slow down your anxious thoughts and be present with your thoughts of how you can move past it, how you can work with it, what you can do and the steps you can take to work with this anxiety, these anxieties that you're having, that you're experiencing. Have a small journal around you. Bring it out. If you're experiencing severe anxiety, bring out that journal and jot down what exactly you're feeling. Pain, scared, upset, out of control. You can affirm yourself back. I am in control of my emotions, of my anxieties. I am strong and will breathe through this. You can also count down from 10. There have been times where I'm in an argument and I hate arguing. I don't want to argue. I don't want to raise my voice. And that used to be different, but I realized that yelling or trying to be the loudest in the room, trying to be closed-minded caused me more anxiety. So if there's a heated conversation, I have to walk away for myself, for my well-being, for my anxiety, and I'll sit down and I'll count down from 10. Take that deep breath, 10, nine, Eight, seven, six, five, 
four, three, two, one. Ten seconds of just breathing and only thinking of those numbers. Nothing else, not the argument, not what's causing your anxieties. You're with yourself. Be strong for yourself and address it. You are human. We all are. Okay, maybe our aliens friends. What's up? What up, friends? But take those breaks and know that people will understand because you are in control of your life. And doing the things that help you overcome what you are feeling is natural and needed and deserving. All anxieties are different, and some can be more severe than others. Be kind to those anxieties you have, to those around you. Tell yourself everything is okay, because in the end it is, and it will be. Write out your biggest struggles. Reflect on them. Call a friend. Cry it out. Talk it out. Because you and your anxieties are not alone. Thank you for taking this time and listening to this podcast on my take on anxieties. I hope there were some tips in here or some stories that connected you to how you may be feeling and gave you some help on how you can maybe move past some things you may be feeling and experiencing. As always, if you like this podcast, give me a like, a rating, a review, whatever you want to do. But most importantly, message me on Instagram, J-B-A-X-F-I-T, and let's chat. Peace, love, y'all. 